Hello everybody, I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. And this is Back Up for Grabs. Today we're going to be discussing Season 2, Episode 6, Trial by Fire. So before we get too deep into it, um, we want to disclaim that we have (laughs) animals, some some pets with us in the, uh, I think calling it a recording studio is generous, Um, in my apartment. (laughs) They will likely make appearances throughout the episode. (laughs) I'll see, I'll do my best to... Um, trim down those portions, but I'm not an expert, and they're loud. (laughs) I almost gave you 30 minutes to recap, which feels like maybe it's a little bit excessive. I don't even know if our episode will be 30 minutes. (laughs) Are you ready? Sure. Okay, and go. We have a lot of camp life. Um, we get some chicken popcorn in camp life. Then there's a reward challenge for Doritos and Mountain Dew, and Kucha wins at the last minute, literally, because of Jerry's unnecessary issues, and scooping... You're done. Aww. <laughs> I focus too much on Jerry. That's my issue. I think that anyone's issue who focuses on, it's just, that yeah. is the issue. Yeah. Jerry, one might say... Is the issue. Is the entire problem, yeah. Well, hopefully that won't be too much longer, but who knows. All right, ready? Go. We've got a lot of camp life. Jerry um, pisses Colby off talking about chocolate a lot. They have a reward challenge. The reward's a picnic. Um, Kucha wins, but, like, barely. Um, Then Scoopin inhales too much smoke and falls into a fire and gets medivac because he burns his hands, and that's it. It was it. (laughs) And that really was the end of the episode. Like, it was a dramatic ending, and then they ended it there without kind of... Yeah, I didn't feel like there was a great sense of closure. No, no. Um, Usually now I feel like, not that medivacs are like super common, but they basically are just a portion of what happened and things usually proceed as normal. Right. There's no, we don't skip an immunity challenge. And like you and I were anticipating that this was going to be the medivac episode, but I didn't really realize that it was the whole episode. Like the crux of the episode. Yeah, Yeah, because we were... Looking at the clock like, is anything else going to happen? No? Okay. Yeah. So, let's just jump right into it. So, we get back from the tribal in which Kimmy was voted out. Thank God. Um, Notice how I wasn't complaining as much this episode. (laughs) To a really bad storm, it's like. Oh, it's horrible. Really torrential rain for like pretty much the whole night from what it looked like. Yeah, they were complaining that like every single thing they had was wet, like including clothes and all the firewood and everything. They all seem kind of depressed. They're all talking about the upcoming um, merger. Which made Hannah and I very disgusted. (laughs) Just calling it a merger feels like, why? Yeah, it's so like accepted as merge nowadays that don't call it a merger. (laughs) I can't. Just, Just feels bad. Uh, and so I think probably because we are reduced to one challenge this episode, there's a lot of camp life focus. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does show the dichotomy of the two tribes again. Like once we get the clue for, you know, what could be the reward challenge, like we see Kucha again all coming together and trying to figure it out and working together. And then they were practicing with the blindfold thing, yeah. which I, it was Incredible how spot on it was to what the actual challenge yeah, involved. Yeah, the clue was just about doing something in the dark. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I thought it was going to be another night challenge, unfortunately. 
And I think that's what Ogakor mentioned also. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I guess you would know, or they would know what time their challenge is supposed to be taking that's place. True. So then maybe they have that extra kind of indicator. We've got Kucha finding some new sources of food. Yeah, they started eating the chicken food. They were like sifting through it. And roasting it to make popcorn. popcorn. Which I honestly, like, Jeff Varner was commenting that he kind of had an issue with the fact that it was chicken feed, but I feel like... Food is food at this point. It's fair game, and if it makes popcorn, <laughs> it is therefore people food. Right. Well, and, like, it, it is, like, seed. Like, people eat seeds normally. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't really look, you know, like, oat-type bird food. I don't know. I've seen bird food. It didn't look that specific. Yeah. Like, it looked like it could be eaten by humans. It's just, you know, seeds. Mm-hmm. And I would think anything that's different than, like, rice <laughs> right. at that point is a, a nice Well, and they're still change. catching fish, too. Even like, they still fish, have... Though, looked kind oh, of that was nasty. gross. I thought there was a thing where you couldn't really eat the fish if it had, like, died for too long. Like, I thought that they had to, like, kill them before they... I don't know. Well, I don't think they're supposed to be fishing, like, dead fish out of the river. Yeah. But I thought, like, at one point, maybe it's in a later season, someone catches fish and then they're like, no, we can't eat that. Like, it's dead. Like, it's been dead. I don't know. It's been dead for too long. I feel like... But Scooby's fish look gross. Why do I feel like Sue at some point eats dead fish? <laughs> she might. That's, like, coming to mind. <laughs> but Scoopin's fish looked gross. Yeah. And I think... Some of the camera work, like, zooming in on the, like, glassy dead fish eye, like, wasn't all that appetizing either. No, they were <laughs> zooming in on everything. Zooming in on scaling the fish, zooming in on the dead fish, zooming in on the flies <laughs> eating the fish. I mean, I really liked the point you made about the videographer, so. <laughs> I told Kylie that the, um, because I also, I'm a big podcast person, which might shock people considering I'm doing a podcast. I know, who would have guessed? Who would have thought? Uh, but I listened to Office Ladies, which is um, the chicks that play Angela and Pam on The Office, and they, they're they doing like a rewatch episode by episode. Um, <laughs> where do you think I got this idea? <laughs> um, but anyway, they talked about their cameramen and how a lot of the crew that worked on The Office initially came over from working on early seasons of Survivor. And... Kylie's not a big office person because she says that the shaky, like, documentary style yes. camera work does not do it for her. And so I thought it was funny that she was complaining. She's like, why are they so close? Why are they so zoomed in? And I was like, you, it's. It all makes sense, though. It's like, I'm very not... specific people in this industry that you don't like, and they're in the show. At least I'm <laughs> consistent, okay? It makes so much more sense. I really have given The Office a try. I appreciate some of it. I just can't with the camera. <laughs> And I think that makes you, like, not pay attention to the joke and, like, not, like... Yeah, I'm too focused on what's... Yeah. You can't be present. I know. I, <laughs> I acknowledge that it can be funny, though. <laughs> what a rousing endorsement. You're like, <laughs> it has the potential for having humor. <laughs> yes. I like the cast, too. Like, I've, I have tried. It's just... I need a different cameraman. <laughs> Thank you, Survivor, for getting a new cameraman. So, Jerry is being super freaking annoying. Oh my gosh, she was screaming so much this episode. She just will not shut up about food. And it wasn't just her, it was also Amber, which upset me deeply because... Yes. I mean, we love Amber. We love Amber. 
Not really for this season, though. But I think it's her association with Jerry, which is causing all of the issue, which goes back to our theme of this episode. Jerry is the issue. <laughs> I, um, I said while we were watching, like, how is it that Jerry makes everyone around her worse somehow? Yeah, Colby gets anger issues. <laughs> Keith is, like, pretty nice to everybody except Jerry, like... Tina starts getting frustrated with yeah, her. Yeah, Tina screams at her. I, to my credit, have always hated Jerry. This You're... episode for you, I feel like, is really now where you're starting to be team anti-Jerry. Yeah, because it she detracted from the episode. Whereas usually it's like, oh, okay, now she's starting some drama. Like, it's not just boring camp life. Like, but this this episode, she she was a mess. She, yeah, so she... And she of, sucked. She Yeah. She goes into really graphic detail about what her new like sexual fantasy is involving chocolate and like she doesn't say it's about colby but like it's about colby um she's like i just need a hot guy as colby's like right there and colby is all i am no hershey bar (laughs) and they're just screaming yeah like and batting on a drum like yelling about food and it's i just have never wanted someone to just calm down like literally I mean, Chill I have, but... the F out. It's not hard. Just... Yeah. Shush. Yeah. Apologies for the background sound of a captain Crunching. chowing down on the boat. Um, and then, I mean, to add to Jerry, she was, like, talking a lot of um, mean things about Kucha and was like, they've won too much, like, they don't deserve to eat as much as they do. It's like, well, they're They're winning. They're living like kings, yeah. So they do deserve to eat. Um, And she was like, they should just throw this challenge for us. They've won too many times. It's like, no, no. Yeah. And she, like, even the food that they do have, she creates a fight about, like, with, I couldn't totally tell what was happening, but there was, like, fried tomatoes. Yeah, they found little cherry tomatoes. That they were trying to eat for some yeah and then jerry wanted to like fry him and i think keith told her like that wasn't gonna work and she was like will you never believe in me and all that yeah she's like they're gonna be would she say like mushy or yeah uh shoot she had a specific word that i thought was dumb i kind of tuned it out like watery bummer anyway but even colby was like keith's a literal chef like i Uh, think he knows what he's doing well and she was complaining that while she was doing her whole tomato thing um (laughs) which i wouldn't have eaten anyway because i don't like tomatoes if i haven't already said that and everyone has flaws so i accept that about you thank you um (laughs) only raw tomatoes i will clarify because i'll eat everything else just not a raw tomato like like if it's cooked it's fine why would you want to cook a tomato? Well, like, sometimes you put it on pizza and then it gets cooked. Okay. I think that detracts from the quality <laughs> of the tomato. Well, I'll eat all tomato products, too, like ketchup, sauce, any soup, anything like that. So is it, like, just a texture thing for the raw tomato? Yeah. It has, like, like five like different what? textures. It has the seeds. It has the weird mucus stuff. It has the membrane thing on the, the outside. weird mucus stuff. <laughs> Told you, Isn't that basically what you're eating in like the marinara sauce and the ketchup? You're eating the wet part of the tomato, but it's all mushed. It's it's like, not... but that's how it ends up in your stomach, anyway. But not when it first is on my plate. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyway, while Jerry <laughs> was cooking her tomatoes, um, she was yelling at Keith about how he was making the rice. 
And that's, I think, where Colby lost it. It's like, he's a, like you said, he's a cook. He knows how to make rice. Oh, that might have been the mushier watery thing. I thought they oh. were all just talking about the tomatoes. No, he was making rice. Got it. Yeah, that makes more sense. Because she's always been kind of like a weirdo about the rice situation. Well, she's always just a weirdo about Keith cooking for them. She's really just a weirdo. There we go. <laughs> We've solved everything. Yeah, so then they get the, um, chronologically, the reward challenge tree meal. Yes. And that's when, apparently, um, Ogacore doesn't need to practice. No. They're just gonna kind of chill and wait for the challenge. They're like, we're gonna win the... Oh, and Jerry was, like, screaming about the winner gets nothing. Like... Yeah. Her and Amber were running around telling everyone, like, that there's gonna be a picnic... And so then they're screaming about the food that might be there some more. Yes. Um, and they're all excited because the loser doesn't get anything. Right. Failing to acknowledge that most of the time that's their tribe. Right. Like, I will give them credit. They do win a good amount of reward challenges, and that's what this was instead of immunity. But odds are they're going to lose. Like, they just acknowledge the other tribes eaten. Like, they're doing a lot better than Ogakor is. Mm-hmm. But she was like, the, the loser gets nothing. And she was so happy about that. I'm like, mm, it's going to be you. Yeah. And it it would just seem mean-spirited. Because it's like, they're not really living the dream either. No. Like, they're still... Like, it probably still rained for them last night, too. Right. But I did think it was fitting that she was the caller for... Um, her tribe at this immunity challenge, considering that she is the <laughs> loudest one on that tribe. Yeah, they're like, maybe keep screaming, but like for a reason. Yes. <laughs> and do it in a productive way. Plus, which maybe, did not occur. Right. But then, I mean, if she totally burns her voice out during the challenge, she might actually shut up at camp. Oh, it's a win-win. Which did kind of happen because she went to go like center herself, I think is what right, she said. Right, right. Yes. But yeah, so we get to the reward challenge. It is... Almost shockingly under budget in terms of the equipment. <laughs> I do really like this challenge in the future, like when it is up to the production level. Um, but yeah, this is the one where there's a collar for each tribe. The rest of them are blindfolded and they have to go through a bunch of obstacles um, while blindfolded. Right. Yeah. And it's just very, it looks like the camera crew collected some firewood to like put some of these contraptions yeah. together and yeah. that's about... And Where some little makeshift buckets to hold water. With some blue paint. Yeah. Some green paint. Yeah, which look very similar, again, with our color distinctions here. Yeah, see, it's it's a really a problem. <laughs> yeah, we need, like, opposite color wheel colors. They should colors. have started with, like, green and orange and then made, like, blue the merged color. Yes, or even green and yellow I would be happy with. Any, pretty much anything else yes. would have been fine. Yes. Maybe not purple with blue. That would also be an issue. Purple with green would have been fine, though. Yes, because they're at least far enough away on the color wheel. So. But Nick is the caller for Kucha, and Jerry's the caller for Ogacore. Which we were kind of surprised by the Nick choice. Yeah, he Um, seems like a quiet dude. But he did appear to really, um, like. He's very organized. During their practice, yeah. He has a very precise way, it seems like, of explaining things. I wonder if it's just because, like, the tone of his voice is easy for everyone to hear. Hmm. I don't know who else I would have picked as the caller, though. I will say that. I think Roger's too quiet. Yes. Kimmy, I think, is too quiet, too. She's not even there. Not Kimmy. Elizabeth. How could you mix them up? Girl names. 
I don't know. I'm going to start calling you Samantha just because, you know, it's a girl name. Yeah, I don't know that many Samanthas. That was not a serious <laughs> You're like, okay. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like Elizabeth's too quiet. Tina's not... I don't think she project well. She did project well when she yelled. No, no Tina's wrong tribe. I was gonna say she projected well when she yeah, yelled so at our Jerry and are Scoopin. No, Nick. I, yeah. Um, Jeff. Jeff could have done it, but I feel like Jeff Alicia could have done else? it. Alicia, yeah. I feel like she. But then I feel like she's also so fit. Like maybe you wonder yeah. if they based it on who's good at blindly following instructions. Well, because they did have to carry some heavy things too. Like those logs that they had to lift up were pretty heavy. And I guess maybe if they didn't know the collar would be high up, Nick's, like, taller than a lot of people, so maybe, yeah. like, that had something to do with it. Well, and the way that they, like, paired each other off, too, may have... Because Roger paired with Elizabeth, and that's a good partnership. Um, and then Alicia paired with Jeff, and obviously they're a good partnership. So the only one left, well, and then Nick and Scoopin. I don't know. Scoopin's kind of an odd one anyway. <laughs> yeah. But it ended up working out. Um, so they're pretty much even. Ogacor pulls ahead at the end. But then Kucha pulls ahead at the very, very, very end. Yeah, Amber was literally, like, right next to the table she needed to put her basket on. But Jerry couldn't direct Amber to basically turn around and place the basket. Whereas Nick was like, run, 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 run. And he was like, drop it, drop it. Like, he was so, I mean, he was a closer. It was good. And I think from a strategy standpoint, having them all four at the end running with the basket, someone was bound to run into the platform. First, yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of like Nick's strategy the whole time, though. He wanted everybody to be together, whereas Jerry was directing, like, one by one. And people kept getting lost off in the bushes and stuff. Yeah, and Colby was waving his hand, like, what do I do now? Like, shouting at her. (laughs) Yeah. Ogacor just has been approaching this, I mean, as a team... Very individualistically this whole time. Yes, And it showed. And I think it hurt them. Mm Mm-hmm. And then in his frustration, Colby then took a bucket of his water and threw it at Jerry. But she tried to kind of like pass off as like, LOL, but he was not... No, he was pissed. Doing it in a amiable fashion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting on the... I think the one time Ogacor won was the maze challenge, and that's when they were arguably working together the most. (laughs) Surprising, isn't it? Wow, it's almost like team teams who work together during team challenges Do win well. as a team. Mm. Moving on. So we get back to camp. And pretty, well, Ogacore all kind of like split off to like think about things. Yeah. Which kind of seemed just like a time filler. They for... were kind of thinking about the merge, though. Like, Colby was like, they're going to want to pick us off one by one, but I'm never going to let that happen. Like, And then Jerry was like, they probably all think that they're going to pick us off one by one, but they can't have that mentality. It's like, no one is thinking like that. Like, they're not just going to, you know, roll over onto their backs and give up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then over in Kuja camp, we have... The first medical evacuation situation, which has been pretty uh, infamous, I would say. Throughout mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of the things or... I remember the most. Yeah. So I'm still not totally clear on how this happens. But it all just happens all of a sudden. Mike Scoopin is messing with the fire, is really close to the smoke. He says he inhales a bunch of it and passes out onto his hands. 
Which in touched the fire. the fire, yeah. And then he sprints to the nearby water source. And then he sprints to a different water source. Right, because the first one was different water. <laughs> it's probably not nice that we're being super, like, no dry about that. But yeah, so he... I mean, his, his hands, hands were... Are, the skin is, like, stripped off of yeah. them. Like, I mean, and even... Looks Eli- like a Elizabeth, Game of Thrones situation. Yeah. Elizabeth goes into the water to, like, kind of soothe... Scooping, because he's freaking out. I mean, well, deserved to be freaking out. And he still has, I think, the smoke inhalation. Right. But she, like, looks down and then looks away, and she's just, like, disgusted by Yeah, and you can see, like, the layers of skin, like... Oh, yeah, they're peeling. Dripping off his hands, almost, is what it looks like. And the whole team's kind of freaking out. Mm -hmm. Um, The med people are not close by. No, it took a while. They kept saying, like, they're on their way, they're on their way. Um, and they finally come tromping out after what seems like a good, like, five minutes. Yeah, maybe. Oh. (laughs) Oh. I mean, I thought it was a long time, like, because for a while, Scoopin was just in the water by himself, and then eventually Elizabeth went out there, and then uh, Alicia went out there. Yeah. They Um, were all just kind of putting water on his back and trying to keep him... Calm. Yeah. And they said, like, don't go in the deep water, because if you you pass pass out out again. So, the medics come, they kind of wrap his hands and give him, like, a inhaled sedative type thing yeah i couldn't tell if it was to just like well at first i thought it was just for the pain but then i think they saw how you know traumatic he was yeah yeah. so i think it was part for the pain and part to calm him down kind of like a morphine type thing yeah so they take him back to the camera crews camp camp and like lay him down while they bring in more medic people a helicopter yeah to airlift him out yeah no appearance by jeff saying do you want to leave like or just saying you are leaving he's leaving yeah Yeah. jeff was just not on the scene which makes me think it was all happening super fast because usually he's jeff is one of the first ones to come and like normally he's the one that says oh medic is coming Mm -hmm. interesting and normally he's coming with the medics like Mm -hmm. and here they are yeah see them (laughs) we we have them now um but yeah, no, he's hoisted onto the helicopter, and it's like it's really sad. The whole tribe is circled like around him, watching through the window, and he's like asking for everybody. He's like, "Where's Roger?" <laughs> it's very heartbreaking. It and was really all, sad, like holding his hand and following him. And this is keep the very first time anything like this has happened. Right. There was no discussion about what what we're gonna do. It was just like Mike's hurt. Mike's gotta go. Well, and like, I mean. I- I'm not going to speak for you, but I'm assuming that Scoopin's not our favorite character. Um, but we're Why might you assume that? Yeah, Probably. well. Um, but, I mean, it's super memorable, like you said. Like, this is the first evac. It was super traumatic, not only to watch, but obviously for them to experience as a tribe. And they did show a little bit of Cooch's aftermath with it, of them, like, basically just kind of trying to process and, like, be there for each other. Um, like, yeah, Elizabeth. we all went through this together. Elizabeth has a really tearful interview where she's kind of talking about, like, you know, it's, we're a team, and you really get to know these people when you have nothing else to do but talk to them for days at a time, and, um, there's no, like, preparation mentally for scooping, but any member of their team to, like, leave right at that point and to do it in such a, like, Yeah, they were all prepared to do another challenge, like, the immunity challenge, and, like, in Jeff's interview, he was like, we would have killed them. Yeah. And, I mean, I believe it. Like, they are definitely the stronger tribe right now. 
physically mm-hmm. and mentally. Yeah. And it didn't seem like, despite all of that, that they were even really focused on the game. Like, most of them were Mm-mm. just worried about Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then on Ogacor, they get news that something has happened on um, Kucha camp. And that one of their members had to leave or got evacuated. Yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, so now it's 5-5. Five, five. Like, they... It didn't seem as remorseful as I think they could have been. Yeah. And Jerry is the one that went and got the tree mail. And she came back and she didn't even say, like, oh, no, I'm so worried. This is awful. She was saying, like, this is really disturbing. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. It's like... Whereas Amber was like, that's really sad. Yeah. It just really highlights the differences that we see. Um, And it does make me kind of sad that, you know... I mean, we know Kucha ends up kind of... Getting decimated. Petering out. Um, If there had been... Well, I mean, since we... I will rephrase. I'm assuming Kucha would have won if there had been a challenge. So if Ogakor had to go home, or had to go to Tribal, who would you have voted out? If Ogakor went? Yeah. I don't feel like there needs to be that question. I know. I would have booted Jerry. I was Jerry. then going to ask the other, like, on the off chance that yeah, Kucha lost. I've been waiting this whole season for a moment to vote Jerry, and yeah. I think that this would have been yet another attempt on my part. I would have voted Jerry if if Ogakor had gone to Tribal. And then I pro- probably... And then if I was left with the five that are on Kucha right now, that would have been very difficult. I would have voted Scoopin. No, le- le- left with the five that are on right now. Oh. If they had done a, an immunity. Don't like that. I know. Maybe Nick. For uh, me. Yeah. I really like Jeff. I really like Alicia. I really like Elizabeth. And I wouldn't want to like... And I like... Um, I wouldn't want to kick I like Roger, Roger because Roger Elizabeth. will be very easy to beat in a merge. Well, I also just like him and Elizabeth. Yeah. So. Plus, you know, like, eventually when Roger ends up going to the jury, he's going to, like, be a fair... Oh, 100%. Broadcaster. Yeah. yeah. But if Scoopin were there, he would have been my vote out. But otherwise, I guess it would be Nick. That makes but me by sad. default. Yeah. Not because I no. like, don't like him. I actually genuinely like the entire Kucha tribe, mm-hmm. which doesn't happen very often for me. <laughs> liking an entire tribe or liking most people, period. <laughs> yeah. Either. <laughs> All right. But yeah, that's kind of the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. So did you have a favorite quote? I did. It came early from right when they got back from um, <laughs> Tribal, or I guess they didn't go to Tribal, but... But oh. you did. Kimmy. Oh, right. She was on that tribe. Thank God. Um, <laughs> but she was, like, talking about the storm and everything, and Elizabeth was, I mean, pretty okay for most of it. She was like, I don't mind being wet. Like, I don't mind being cold, but cold and wet, stick a fork in me. She's so funny because you never see her like get super upset or like no. cuss or anything, and so stick a fork in me. Yeah, is, like that was like the end for her. <laughs> Mine was from also kind of early on from Jeff Varner. He said he was talking about Ogacor, so he said them saying how hungry they are and us going and winning all their food. That's fun. <laughs> He's a character. He's just. I think he. Like, has, I forgot how much I like him. I think he has some of the best perspective. In the sense that, like, he's doing this for fun, mm-hmm. and some but of also, the fun is winning. Yeah, <laughs> but also, like, he is strategizing. Like, him and Alicia talk all the time about strategy. They're a cute little duo. I love them. I know. 
I'm really sad that they like don't get to last longer all the way to yeah. They would have been a good like final two, final three, like having to talk mm-hmm. maybe negatively about each other. Like I feel like they would have joked about it. Like oh well, like I talked about this strategy and she talked about that. I feel like if they ended up making it to the final two, they would have brought someone from Ogacord the final three with them. Because it wouldn't have... I can't picture Unless them Nick made it. Because I feel like that would have been their third. Maybe. Because yeah. they wouldn't split up Elizabeth and Roger. They would have wanted... And I think they would have thought that Elizabeth and Roger would get too many votes. That too. And they know that everyone on their tribe thinks Nick is lazy. Yeah. Maybe they, they would have been a strong top three. They would. Ah. What could have been? I know. Birthdays. On Starting today. On May 22nd, there are no birthdays. So, May 23rd, happy birthday to Melinda Hyder from season 12. May 24th, happy birthday to Courtney Merritt from season 12 also. May 25th, happy birthday to Chelsea Townsend from season 36. May 26th, happy birthday to Ashley Massaro from season 15 and Carter Williams from season 25. May 27th, happy birthday to Hayden Moss from season 27. And May 28th, we have Elizabeth Hasselbeck, or, well, previously Filarski, from our very own Season 2, and Katie Gallagher from Season 10. That about wraps us. So, I'm Hannah. I'm Kylie. And thanks for listening to Back Up for Grabs. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to podcasts. And go ahead and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram, Back Up for Grabs. Twitter, Back Up for Grabs underscore. Or you can email us at backupforgrabspod at gmail.com.